Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back, guys. Woohoo to Is This a Thing or Am, am I, I Crazy? crazy? Um, thank you for joining us. This is episode three. Yay! Yay! And thank you for all to all our subscribers and everybody who's given us like super positive feedback and support. Yes. Yeah. Thank you guys. It feels really good. Mm -hmm. It's um, motivating for us to do some more. <laughs> I'm Leslie. And I'm Maritza. Um, Maritza, how are yes, you? I'm good. Why are we wearing the same thing? Today? We are wearing almost the exact same outfit. It's so funny. When you walked <laughs> up to me this morning, I was like, did we call each other? <laughs> <laughs> Twinsies! <laughs> um, isn't, it, isn't it a thing where like, just like when you get your period at the same time? <gasps> I think you're right. <laughs> right? If you live with, if you live with more, than, if there's more than one woman in your house, usually your cycles start to like I guess our wardrobes are gonna start to <laughs> cycle together. you let me know next time you have your cycle yeah <laughs> I'll let you know if I'm TMI. on yeah. um how was your weekend uh it was it was good it was good yeah um yeah your, your little niece was gonna come to visit with your brother right 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 they did and it, it felt like they were here for a day oh I'm sorry I know she's really cute she's very cute and every like you know I saw her when she was born or newborn or whatever and um they change so much in such little time that's what happens when you feed them well <laughs> you feed them yeah they, they start to grow yeah they get longer mm -hmm. they get cuter very cute i think babies when they're first born are not uh, not cute <laughs> they're not cute what do you mean i don't know like when they're first born they just they, they look, look like little aliens yeah they're not cute at all or sometimes babies are super cute when they're little and then they grow up and you're like, what the hell happened? <laughs> I, mean, I think everybody goes through that awkward phase. I was probably like, my, <laughs> my most awkward, yeah, my most awkward looking phase was like eight. I was like, not cute at all. You were all. in the middle of cute and not cute. Ugh, no, I was not cute. <laughs> um, um, so this weekend was the, f well, it was a long weekend. We had the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. Um, there were fireworks, you know, typical shit stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and the women's, uh, I don't even want to call it the women's world cup because you know what? It was the world cup. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Those women kick mm -hmm. ass. They do. Yeah, yeah. And I read a disturbing fact. I don't, well, if it's a fact if you believe the internet, uh -huh. that these women make less than 8%. Oh, Did yes. I tell you that? It's no, you didn't tell me, but I heard oh, God. that I think it was like $10,000 each more, less. I don't know how much, but the total was like less than 8% of what the men's US team, the, by the way, I'm not being unsupportive, but the men's U.S. the the women's U.S. team could kick the men's U.S. team for sure. Wouldn't that kick be their fun? Ass. Oh my god, I would. I would pay I'm there. to watch. I am that. there. <laughs> More people watched the women's World Cup this weekend than watched the men's Gold Cup against Mexico. So <laughs> girl power, yeah. and I love those women. They're badasses. Like mm -hmm. it's hardcore. It was a. I woke up after after staying awake all night. Then I went to bed around four thirty, mm -hmm. and I. Woke up at eight just Wait, so that I. Wait, why? Because you were partying. All yeah, time? no, <laughs> I was just awake. Oh. Um, I was awake till like four thirty in the morning, and then I fell asleep, and then I woke up at mm -hmm. eight o'clock just to watch the game, and it was worth it. It was awesome. Mm. So I didn't watch the game, but I I just heard girl the power, like mm -hmm. for real. Um. So what are we talking about today? So we left off uh, with. 
what was your question to me? It was... I think I think I'm going first this week, right? Yes, yes. I was just going over the oh. question. Uh, my question to you was about like religious statues or um, other kind of phenomenon like Jesus on... Yes, yes. On a piece of toast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your question was uh, about associating colors and numbers with images. You the 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 example that you gave me was that your when your cousin hears the word brown or thinks of the yes. word brown that he saw a like old an old lady, lady with yeah. her but he even described her like oh, she's wearing this little sweater <laughs> and she's walking across the street oh my gosh <laughs> like, okay <laughs> across the street yes yeah. that's very specific it's very specific <laughs> um okay so I did a lot of research, like every week. Mm -hmm. um, I'm gonna get a little nerdy on you just for a moment, so bear with me. Because but you always do. It's no, fine. not always. That's but. just you. Okay, so so I'm gonna give you a couple of definitions because this will help you understand where I'm coming from. Okay. Uh, the word semiotics is an interpretation of symbols. Um, so communicating through symbols, like before we learn to read, we have picture books, right? Yeah, yeah. So you have picture books, and it says it's a ball, and mm -hmm. you tell your baby or whoever ball and then eventually they realize that that is a ball and that's the word that is attached to that image right, right? um so we have picture books and that's how we learn um then there's semantics which is understanding the meaning of those words mm -hmm. so if you keep showing a, a baby a picture of a ball and you say ball mm -hmm. uh, then eventually not only can they say the word ball and recognize the word ball but they know that that is a ball right okay mm -hmm. um so semantics is um, to where you can use words in a conversation, basically. Right. You put those words together. Mm -hmm. Anesthesia means experiencing no sensation. So if you get anesthesia because you're going <laughs> to... I'm like, wait, did we go from talking about... No, there's, there's a reason. I'm like, there's a reason for this. Just bear with me. So anesthesia, so if you've had like a... I have okay. had a surgery before. So, um, so when, you have that, when you have surgery and they give you anesthesia, mm -hmm. you lose your senses. You know, sometimes I wish we had a... I guess a shot or something that you could take whenever somebody like you're somewhere and it's super boring and you're like I wish I could just like that's called tequila <laughs> <laughs> and you can't have a shot of it if you want <laughs> and you wake up but I mean but uh, when you wake up from anesthesia like you wake up and you're like wow what happened I didn't even feel that I was right. I was counting backwards from you know 10 and all of a sudden we're done I had my and I feel great because right? I have all kinds of meds on me. <laughs> I had all four of my wisdom teeth pulled at the same time. Yeah, and I'm sitting in the chair, and there's these people, the medical personnel is surrounding me, and they they ask me to start counting backwards, and I start counting backwards, and then I ask them, "When are you gonna start?" And the doctor starts no, no, laughing. No. She's like, <laughs> "Oh, we're done." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. But isn't that the best it, feeling? Like. Because you're there and you're like, oh, I'm going to feel everything or I'm going to, this is going to be horrible, whatever. And then it's just done. It's like over. That. Yeah. I, I wish there were, there was anesthesia for a lot of things in life. Right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, great. Like, really yeah, good. for sure. Um, okay. So that's anesthesia, experiencing no sensation. Mm -hmm. The word synesthesia means experiencing multiple senses at the same time. So it's the opposite of anesthesia. Mm -hmm. Okay. The word itself, synesthesia, comes from the Greek phrase to perceive together so more than one sense working together so for mm -hmm. example um if you smell something then mm -hmm. it makes you uh then maybe you can feel something in your body or if you mm -hmm. smell something and then you see light or you hear music 
and you see numbers or you see light. Something okay. Like two senses or more that work together. Okay. Um, so a person with synesthesia might hear some, uh, hear the same thing that we hear, mm-hmm. but for them there is an image attached to it. So okay. brown, they hear brown, mm-hmm. they see an old woman. Right? Yeah. Um, that can also be like any other sense, a smell or a feeling or taste. Some people even have like, get a taste in their mouth. Just from, Just from hearing about hearing a color or, or any other sense. Object. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are over 60 different types of synesthesia. Mm-hmm. Most common is called Gramph color, which is when letters and numbers are seen with colors. Oh. That's like the most common. Yeah. Other common types are smelling something when hearing a sound, which is kind of weird, right? That's weird, yeah. Um, seeing music as colors in the air, which is kind of like a nice thought, right? Like you see, you hear some beautiful music mm-hmm. and you see like beautiful colors in the air. I don't know. Oh. I mean, it's a little psychedelic. But it is, it is. Yeah. Does that mean, it's, does a, the person have like some kind of mental... It's not... Disability? Well, no. I'll get to that part. Okay. Um, uh, textures can cause emotions. So, like, if you touch something, mm-hmm. it might cause you to feel an emotion. Like, it brings, like, a nostalgic sense to you. Okay. And it may... You may feel... Maybe you feel, like, lace, and it makes you sad. Oh, okay, okay. It, maybe it brings some kind of feeling to you. Yeah. Um, colors associated with pain and tasting words. So... The colors associated with pain, let's say I stub my toe mm-hmm. and I see red, okay. right? Because yeah. it hurt. And then there's also tasting words. What? <laughs> <laughs> so if, let's say that you say the, the word love, uh-huh. then I get a sweet taste or a sour taste. Of <laughs> it depends. <laughs> How have your relationships been? <laughs> So, um, so then I get a, I get a taste in my mouth. That's, it, that's one of the more interesting ones I found anyway. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, there's also something called conceptual synesthesia, which is numbers and shapes. Mm-hmm. Um, according to the American Psychological Association, one in every 2,000 people experience synesthesia, with 20 to 25% of those being creators of some sort. So like oh. artists, musicians, or writers, like creative types, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there are uh, several famous people that have been known to have um, to experience synesthesia. Okay. Um, Marilyn Monroe was said to see vibration when hearing sounds. Oh. That's kind of cool. I mean, yeah. It's... Well, depends, I guess. On what? If you're always seeing, I mean. Oh, that could get like angry. Right, yeah. Because people are, oh, yeah. That yeah. Would, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I've read, I'm like, this sounds, this <laughs> sounds this great. Sounds Somebody's going to say, no, it's not awesome. (laughs) Um, Nobel Prize winning physicist Richard Feynman was quoted to say, when I see equations, I see letters and colors. I don't know why. As I am talking, I see vague patterns of Bessel functions from Yonke and M's book. The light tan J's, slightly violet bluish N's, and dark brown X's flying around. And I wonder what the hell it must look like to my students. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting, right? <laughs> that is, and yeah. he, I mean, he's a, no, uh, he's a Nobel Prize when yeah. he's a, probably probably a genius, right? Yes. So I, I guess, like you were saying, with Marilyn Monroe, if, you, if it happens all the time, maybe, maybe it's not 
it's not such a good thing? Well, because you would think it'd be, it would get distracting and, well, not distracting, but annoying after. Yeah. And distracting, I would yeah. think, right? I don't know. Um, I think I saw that movie with um, that Russell Crowe, mm-hmm. A Beautiful Mind. Oh, yes. I saw that one too. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if, I don't remember it like, like, you know, I don't really remember the movie very well, but I wonder if he had some form of synesthesia because he was a genius, but yes. he was also kind of seeing things. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, <laughs> uh, uh, other, other people from the list, um, and there's a lot of famous people, like a lot of creative really? famous people. Mm-hmm. Um, Franz Liszt, who is a composer, lo- the singer Lord. Mm-hmm. She's like pretty popular right now, right? Yeah. Um, the singer Billy Joel, the musician Duke Ellington, the composer Leonard Bernstein, the actor Jeffrey Rush, the musician Tori Amos, um, the musician Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. She's pretty popular too. She is, yeah. And Vincent van Gogh. Wow. They were all said to have some... So is this what boosted their creativity? Is this what, what makes them great? I mean, I'm sure it probably helped, but it like you said, it could... I mean, it's like your gift and your curse, right? Right. So, I because mean, it makes you more creative because you're able to see things that that most people don't or right and this is why you're special right but like but i don't know how living with that could be right um writer ash lieb wrote her voice had fallen cold no longer pink she had the sour purple of winter within her words and ash lieb is a writer and comedian and Mm -hmm. um lots of other things and i i thought those words were like so beautiful because it makes you feel and see and taste yes what he's what he's trying to say yeah yeah Yeah. and so i guess maybe that's like the positive maybe that's why creative you know maybe that's how creative types are able to make us identify with the art yes Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. um i just i thought that was beautiful um so so when i read those words i can you know i can I can feel them. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I was, God, it had to be like 20 years ago or something. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting, my mom had made dinner. Um, and this complete asshole that I was dating was there. And, <laughs> okay. and we were eating dinner. And, and after dinner, she served these like beautiful peaches that had like some kind of like cinnamon on them uh-huh. and, and other spices or whatever mm-hmm. and it was the weirdest thing but I, I took well I guess it wasn't the weirdest thing but it was kind of cool I took a bite of it mm-hmm. and I instantly I just said the word Christmas and everybody's like what, what? and I'm like it tastes like Christmas uh-huh. and the asshole that I was dating was like <laughs> how does something <laughs> taste like Christmas and I'm like dude like something in it something in the taste Made me feel feel, Christmas. Yes. It was very... It was cool. And I'm sure... I mean, it happens to all of us. Right. Except for these other people, it's like all the time. Right. Which is probably, like you said, aggravating. Or or if you take it in a positive way, this is why you're a a great artist or whatever. Because you're taking the positive. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Or maybe it doesn't even bother you. Maybe. Because if you grew up with something... Whether it's some kind of special gift or or anything else, you get used to it, and this is the way life is, and you just grow up to be that way, right? To right. live with it. I, you know, I wonder if also, you know, the, these creators of, uh, like, these makers of, like, different candle scents, mm-hmm. 
the ones that that are called like cabin or like log cabin or <laughs> right yes. or like uh, winter, winter moonlight walk or whatever <laughs> when you smell it that sense almost puts an image of your in your head of being in a log cabin or yes. whatever mm-hmm. so there's got to be some kind of like psychology behind that right yes yes of course um i do remember that um i was at a at the long beach aquarium mm-hmm. and they it was this like shark <laughs> i love sharks well you know that about me i know <laughs> i love sharks um and they you were, were a shark in your other life i was a shark in another life <laughs> <laughs> what kind of shark were you <laughs> a tiger shark. <laughs> don't get me started so so they had this video of shark. It was about shark conservation. Baby and- shark. No. Oh my god. <laughs> that song is the worst. It's the worst. That song is the worst. <gasps> um, I wonder, did your brother sing? Does your brother yes, sing? Yes, and the baby loves it. Every baby loves it <laughs> it's because it's annoying. As- <laughs> it's my brother and his family. He has uh, two young ones, and him and his wife and and the baby's dressed up. Um, like the shark family, uh-huh. and my mom had, was Grandma Shark or whatever. And oh all, like, god! Orphans, I don't know. <laughs> it was cute, but that song. But that song oh, is god. all over the damn place. Um, what was I say? Oh, okay. So, so <laughs> they were showing a video um, of sharks swimming around, and and then you push a button, and the button has like scary music. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, what you're seeing on the screen makes you fear them right mm-hmm. and then you push a different button and it has like this cheerful music like mm-hmm. <laughs> like music that you would see like puppies playing uh-huh. like. yeah and all of a sudden you have this different image of them and so yes so I that see. made me think about like movies That's so true. like in the movies they always they use music to like invoke a feeling right mm-hmm. and so that is in some ways like us using synesth- or having or using synesthesia where we're seeing an image and we're hearing a sound and it's making us feel something. Yes. And, right? and I mean, TV and, and movies have a lot to do with how we grow up and feel about stuff because everybody fears sharks because of how they're portrayed in the movies. Right. And odds are you're not... Well, what was that movie though where they're like, fish are friends, that cute... Because even if, like, even if you see, like, let's say you see lions. Right. But because you see them as being cute furry things, yeah. you're like, oh, and then you see these people that have them as pets, and you're like, oh, who has a who has a like lion yes, or a it's pet? Scary, but wait, if wait. you see it, you're like, so cute. You don't feel that way. Who much. has a lion for a pet? They do. I'm serious. They really do, and it's ridiculous. What kind of drug dealer, drug lord, well, are you hanging out with? I mean, if you go anywhere to Jalisco. Or like, yeah, you'll find somebody that has a pet tiger. No way. Yes. That's dangerous. Or a monkey. That's irresponsible, dangerous, yes. and not right for the animal. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. We're going to get into that in another episode. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> Is that a thing? Um, so there are uh, several competing theories about the causes. One is that it is a result of too many neural connections. So usually a sense gets sent, a sense yeah. gets sent to its own part of the brain, right? Mm-hmm. And in this theory, there the senses are actually getting crossed. Okay. Okay. Um, so your sense of touch is going to your sense of smell, mm-hmm. the sense of smell section in your brain or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they're mm-hmm. getting crossed or whatever. Um, another theory is that we all have these connections and capabilities, but not everybody uses them. 
Some of us ignore it or we just don't use it. We just, so, you know, the way that I, the way that I interpreted that was, you know how they say like, um, if you believe in like, uh, psychic phenomenon Mm -hmm. or, uh, like mind reading or future, future, future telling, is that what? (laughs) (laughs) Seeing the future. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm really tired. (laughs) Fortune tellers? Not fortune (laughs) tellers. Like future, telling the, the crystal, future. The crystal ball. No. <laughs> or like, um, or anything like that. Or moving, like uh, bending a spoon with your mind. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> things, things like that, that um, p- some people seem to be capable of. I don't know if they're just like messing with us or if they really can do it. But, and, you know, maybe we can all, we're all capable of that, but we're only using a very small percentage of our brain power. Mm-hmm. So we don't, we're not able to do those things. Like you may be able to do it, but because I haven't tapped into that part, I'm lazy. Yeah. I haven't, you know, I didn't dive into that part of my brain yet. <laughs> yes. Then I can't, I'm not capable of it. Right. Of bending spoons. Right. <laughs> <laughs> also people that grew up hearing and speaking more than one language are more likely to experience synesthesia. Um, that makes a lot of sense to me because of semiotics remember the picture of the ball and then Mm -hmm. attaching the word to it yeah and semantics which is uh you know finally figuring out what all those words mean and using it in conversation Mm -hmm. if you speak more than one language then it it makes more sense to me that you would experience that because um that's how you learned to speak the other language right the second Mm -hmm. language yeah um this is ex- oh so does your cousin speak more than one language? Um, I, I think he does. Yes, I'm just his sister does. I don't know if he and they all learned this in school. They learn English. The schools that they go to, so their first language is Spanish. Oh, so they do speak two languages. Well, I think he does. Yes, I'm not sure though. So he had to learn that second language. You learn the Much first older. language the way that you oh well maybe yeah. Hmm. Because they usually... Well, there goes that theory. (laughs) (laughs) Edit. (laughs) Um, So new studies are happening amongst those in the autism spectrum as they have a higher chance of experiencing synesthesia. So if you are autistic, Uh you are more likely uh, than the average person, somebody who who isn't on the autism spectrum, Mm -hmm. um, to experience synesthesia. I find that pretty interesting yeah um they have a higher chance of experiencing it um people with autism often has a have a sensory hypersensitivity so mm-hmm. they have like a sensitivity to loud noises yes oh my god and it triggers it triggers them to feel a certain way right i know that it, it gives them it, it could give them anxiety right. it could give them like panic attacks right stuff like that. i just mm-hmm. saw the cutest video and i had tears in my eyes you should check it out if you haven't already. Nah. There is a video of this school. I don't remember which one it is, but this uh-huh. kid was graduating from high school. And mm-hmm. it's a, like a mainstream high school, and he's on the autism spectrum. Mm-hmm. And he was graduating from the high school. And the principal came out and told everybody that was in the auditorium. Mm-hmm. He explained to them, here's this kid. He has, uh, he's on the autism spectrum. And he um, doesn't handle uh, loud noises very well. Oh. And we want to give him his moment also yeah so before we begin i want to give i want to get him out here and i want him to um to receive his diploma just like everybody else Mm -hmm. and so what i'm asking you all is to be quiet 
Oh, okay. He had already explained this to all the students. Yeah. So all these students were already in the, on it, yeah. right? Uh -huh. But he explained this to the rest of the audience. So that they know, yeah. So then they called him in, and he was escorted by his brothers. Mm -hmm. And this young man had his ear, his fingers in his ears because he was expecting people oh, to be loud. Oh, yeah, yeah. But nobody was, no, it was quiet. Oh. It was quiet. Uh -huh. And then he got up there, and then he shook his hand and all that stuff yes. and whatever. He had his and moment. Not only that, the, oh, I'm, I got look at this post. Not only that, the kid, the other graduating kids, mm -hmm. all silently stood up for him. Oh, like they to gave show him, him, they gave him a standing ovation mm -hmm. without sound, so that he could see. Oh, that how is much, so sweet. Oh my god! Just thinking no, about I it, know. I would cry. <laughs> like, I you guys can't see this, but I have goosebumps. That's like, so sweet. It was. You should really. You should check it out. Yeah. You should. It was. Oh my god! It was so sweet. So um, this might be a, a dumb question, but I really don't know how. What is autism like? Not how did how does a child have that? Like, does it develop that? I don't know, and I don't know enough to have that answer for you. Mm -hmm. Um. I I think that it's something that is um, the a, a person is born with. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong. I I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah. Um. But I did work at a pediatric occupational therapy clinic, and the majority of the clients were on the autism spectrum. Spectrum, mm -hmm. and they were all kids. Mm -hmm. And um, it could be you could have a very you could have very high functioning autism. Yeah. Which is where um your verbal. Um, you make eye contact. You wouldn't think uh, that this person is any different than uh, than the mainstream. Yeah. Um, or you could have like low functioning autism mm -hmm. where there's no eye contact. Um, it's mm -hmm. almost like like an extreme case. Or... Right. From what I understand, and again, I apologize, listeners, if I'm wrong. Um, but from what I understand is, once a child reaches a certain, so a child is developing like a typical child mm -hmm. as far as uh, verbal cues and um, anything like that. Yeah. Um, walking, talking, mm -hmm. all of the stuff that a toddler does. And then they reach a certain age. I don't really know what that is, but I think it's like toddler age, like three ish. Uh huh. And all of a sudden they start to lose those capabilities. Wow. So, words that they, the vocabulary that they did have up until that time, they start to. Stop using those mm -hmm. words. Yeah. Um, I know that there's like, there's no like blood test or anything like that. Yeah. But there are different, um, there are different, I guess you would call them tests mm -hmm. where, um, you know, you sit down, a, a therapist sits down with a child and, <laughs> sorry about my dog barking. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, where the child sits down with a therapist and I guess there's some criteria, you know, they have them. Uh, look them in the eye or they ask them questions or yeah. they see what kind of um, what kind of different motor skills that they have things like that yeah I just always like wonder if it's something that happened and then it triggered this and because if it's in their genes then all of a sudden you know or does it happen at an older age can it happen to somebody that's older I've never known or, but no right I think it's all developed when, when you're a child I've never known and I've never heard of anybody um, that is I've heard of like late diagnosis, mm -hmm. like we had that sometimes because autism wasn't really talked about 
like right when yeah. I was young it was just oh that kid you know mm-hmm. the kid ha- is has too much energy or yes or that yes. kid just it, it doesn't the, pay attention or he's disrespectful yes. or whatever mm-hmm. you know which is is not the case yeah and um it wasn't until I started working at that uh occupational therapy clinic um to where I realized that well it's it's something that I mean they're they're just like us no yeah but for whatever reason they start to lose that I guess it's that like it's communication basically Mm -hmm. yeah um but I have never when I was working at that clinic I've never heard of anybody that developed it Mm -hmm. as an adult or developed it as an older child yeah it was always something maybe they were diagnosed late but they but it had right yeah um also, um, oh, okay, so what I was saying, it was the hypersensitivity, um, sensory hypersensitivity. Mm-hmm. So if something's too loud, like I said, you know, that video, um, or the, it's too bright, mm-hmm. or like like, um, like fireworks, for example, we just yeah. had the 4th of July, um, perhaps somebody on, uh, you know, on the spectrum wouldn't, wouldn't do well with the loud noises mm-hmm. and the bright light, mm-hmm. and so... Perhaps you just don't take them to a show or whatever, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, well, synesthesia is where senses are over-communicating. Mm-hmm. So somebody who's already hypersensitive to sensory overload, mm-hmm. um, now those senses are over-communicating and they're crossing. Yeah. So it makes a lot of sense that uh, people that are autistic would also experience synesthesia. Yeah. Um, so the synesthesia uh, can contribute to their sensory sensitivity, which is huge when you're talking about understanding autism. I think this is like, out of all the things that I found out about your question, mm-hmm. this to me was like the most exciting. Okay. Um, and the reason why I find it the most exciting is because now, because now that we're researching how synesthesia um, can, is more uh, prevalent in people with autism, mm-hmm. um, now we can like re-educate our educators right yeah into you know to help them better create an all-inclusive environment mm-hmm. like i'm a big believer in um including everybody meaning i don't think i understand that some teachers are not um trained but i i think that we should work on training those teachers they're helping to have, these children develop right and not only that but like when you grow up being sensitive to other people's i guess differences or whatever like you're a better adult right i think so and it all starts there with who's teaching you how to be a better adult right better child and then adult people are having people are having babies older now i mean i don't mean the babies are older i mean (laughs) (laughs) babies are being born older now adult adults are waiting um people are waiting to have children until they're they're older than you know my mom was like knocked up at 19 or yeah, whatever yeah no and like now people you are were waiting too old and, if you were knocked up at 19 right. <laughs> <laughs> and now and now people are like women are having careers women are doing other things first yeah and then having children and so sometimes women are not having children until they're into their 30s mm-hmm. sometimes in their 40s yeah you know what i mean and so unfortunately uh not unfortunately because i don't think it's a bad thing but um there that leads to a higher pregnancy or higher rate of people with down syndrome yeah right Mm -hmm. well that is people with down syndrome i think they need to be included as well 
people with autism need to be included Any as well. Kind of... Right, and I think that we need to have more inclusive uh, educational environments because I think mm-hmm. it'll benefit um, the 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 kid who is autistic or the kid who uh, or the kid with Down syndrome mm-hmm. or but it's also beneficial to the um, mainstream kid mm-hmm. because now their world isn't so small. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so I th- I think that it's super exciting that there's this research being done as far as synesthesia and autism. Um, and like you said, if if you're training these teachers or you're educating them, and then they're they're then educating the children, that, the world's going to be a better place. Right. And like you said, I'm not I'm not. It's not a bad thing. I'm not afraid. Like, I'm older, and I know that I have a bigger chance of if I have a child that it, that the child might have some kind of development issue because of my age. Mm-hmm. But I'm not afraid of that. Right. What I'm afraid of is how my child is going to be treated when I'm not around. Right. How the right? kid is going to be received into the world. And that's how I feel like that's probably how all the parents feel. Right. Right. About their children. It's right. like I'm not. I'm taking care of my child. I'm understanding them. I'm learning as we go, and I'm raising this child. Just like any other yes. kid, right? Yeah. But what I'm concerned about is how they're going to treat him in the world. Right. I. So. I'm with you, sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know what? Uh, seriously, like in all seriousness. Um, well, this has been. Well, a- this has been a really serious <laughs> podcast. <laughs> this has been a very serious episode, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I love it though. It's very educational for me. I hope so, but again, this might all be, you know, made up. <laughs> um, um, so who knows? Uh, but what I was gonna say is, you know, seriously, it takes a really special person to be a teacher. And thank yes. you to all the educators out there um, for loving these kids enough to to give your time and to yeah. give your, basically give your life to. I mean. I had some really awesome teachers growing up. Me I mean, too. yeah, and it, it's important. It'll change. It'll change somebody's life. Yes. And so we appreciate all you teachers out there. We also know that somebody who was meant to teach, somebody who has, because it takes a very special person. Yes. Mm-hmm. Somebody who was meant to teach also doesn't wouldn't have a problem uh, finding out or or doing research or doing extra going that extra mile to try and figure out how to make their classroom um more accessible to mm-hmm. somebody you know say on the autism spectrum or yeah. or with down syndrome or any other development developmental disability mm-hmm. you know and so teachers we appreciate you and we know that you guys are underpaid gonna, yeah <laughs> underpaid <laughs> you guys are so underpaid um but we appreciate you for yeah. for making our future look better mm-hmm. um okay let's get back to this um there's no official test to diagnose um, synesthesia, mm-hmm. but there are some guidelines. Um, all of those that we've discussed, so like experience, um, experiencing a color with a word or a sound with a taste, mm-hmm. basically any more than one sense that is attached to another. Um, but the other part of that guideline is that it has to happen every time. So if you hear the word brown mm-hmm. and you picture an elderly woman walking across <laughs> the street, yeah. if you hear every time you hear brown you picture that yeah then that's synesthesia if it just happened once like i ate peaches and, and it reminded you of, some, right, of that then yeah. that is not no that's yeah. not but if it happened if every time i ate a peach it reminded i you felt of like Christmas. santa claus <laughs> <laughs> then um then that would be synesthesia okay so 
Um, your cousin is not crazy. It is really a thing. He, but you know what? He's very artistic. Well, there you go. I mean, he, that makes... He's a musician. He... I think he was, like, in a play not that <laughs> long ago. Like, he's very artistic. So, right. that's a trait, right? Right. Of artistic. So, yeah. Um, and... Or a curse. I, <laughs> okay. I guess you'd have to ask him, right? Yeah. Well, you know, they say that, like, cre- creative types uh, are more likely to also suffer from um, some form of depression. Mm. Um, I wonder if part of that is the, you know, the annoyance of synesthesia. Yeah. I don't know. This has been a really deep episode, yes, and, and I think I think we should get to some lighter topic. Um, but before I finish, uh-huh. I just wanted you all to know that I got uh, some of my information from Life Science, but the majority of my information from my favorite, all-time favorite <laughs> magazine. Listeners, if you want to send us gifts, I <laughs> would love. I would yes. <laughs> Are you laughing at me? No, I, no, no. Go ahead. Psychology Today is the name of this magazine. It's this publication. It is. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I am, if, if listeners, if you ever, you know, if you ever want to buy me a gift, or if you have any extra copies and you just want to get rid of them, I will read it. <laughs> I will read it anyway. That is what I've found for you. I hope that it was very educational and interesting. And it too was deep. very interesting and very deep. No, yes. not funny at all. No, <laughs> there was nothing funny. But, everything in this show we do we can't just be cracking up all the time we can, well we can we can but <laughs> that's gonna happen whether we get deep or not right. obviously uh, so it's my turn yes please okay. tell me tell me is the is there really a crying virgin mary <laughs> so just as i thought this is gonna take me into some creepy <laughs> all of my subjects take you like creepiness yes like, i'm always scared <laughs> When I started researching, I was like, okay, all this creepy stuff is going to come out, all these stories, all this. And yeah, when you scroll down, like all of these um, images of scary movies come up. <laughs> because in, even though I didn't, I didn't Google like religious statues. Mm-hmm. I just Googled inanimate, what was it? Inanimate objects. Yes. So, but that, that's what came up, a religious statue. Because that's where you hear it. Like, mm-hmm. I remember just, like, constantly hearing it. You know, the statue cries blood, and there's water coming from the statue, but it's not attached to any kind of fountain. And yeah. Like, it if all, you touch this statue, you'll heal. Yeah. And even if, you, if you're like, okay, like, Chucky, he's not religious, right? Chucky. But, you mean, like, from Child's Play Chucky? Like, the scary movie Chucky. Yeah, like the... Right? Yeah. The little doll. Right. And... But yeah, but then Chucky's girlfriend is dressed like a nun, and I don't know what, it's a movie. <laughs> so it's like, it all goes back to that, right? I like, think it probably, always... because the scariest movies to me yeah. are the ones that are about either, like, creepy little kids or religion. Those yes. ones freak me out the most, right? Like Yeah, like serial killers that, just like random, it's not a big deal. But when, it, when, like, when I see a scary movie with a child, like, I know the movie, was it Mama? Oh, yeah, yeah. The ghost mama or the creepy lady. Yeah, it was mama. Or whatever. She wasn't scary. She even looked fake at the end of the movie. Sorry if you haven't watched the movie. (laughs) But anyways, that wasn't creepy to me. What was creepy to me was these kids. (laughs) 
that were acting like normal little kids right. and then all of a sudden they were creepy too right um they were like crawling everywhere or whatever like it was just weird that's what creeps me out the fact that they look normal but they're right. creepy the ultimate the, the ultimate would be a religious religion mixing re- religion and a ch- creepy child well the exorcist that's like the exorcist right like that that's was, that's scary been by far the creepiest movie that i've ever seen it is creepy. and i'm not one to see a lot of scary movies because i love I'm, scary movies i don't i, I cannot do. yeah that one was movie. that one was creepy even thinking about it. so you could just imagine how i was like researching this and, I was, <laughs> and the whole time i was just like sweating <laughs> i was just like oh. i'm waiting for it I'll try to give you a better one. Like, no time. sound. I put it all the way down so I wouldn't hear any kind of creepy music while I'm scrolling. Um, so let's start with what is a, a weeping statue? <laughs> it's a statue which has been claimed to have shed tears or to be weeping by supernatural means. Okay. Statues weeping tears, which appear to be blood, oil, or scented liquids, have all been reported. Okay, okay, so that's usually what, what it is. Scented liquids, like, like lavender oil? <laughs> <laughs> Typically, it's that the oil smells Chanel like, number five. No. <laughs> it smells like roses. Okay. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Maybe When I cry, it smells like roses. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, um, other claim phenomen- phenomenon are sometimes associated with weeping statues such as miraculous healing. Statues. Okay. Uh, the formation of figures in the tear lines. So, like, tear lines will appear and they'll, they'll be, like, there'll be some kind of image or figure on the tear. <laughs> what? <laughs> and the, the scent of roses, like I said. These events are generally reported by some Christians and initially... The way you said that, by some Christians. <laughs> well... <laughs> initially attract some pilgrims (laughs) but are in most cases disallowed by the church as proven hoaxes so the (laughs) the church the church um okay so the church is saying no 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 don't believe it yeah they're most but is the church just proving it yeah are they just saying don't believe it no 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 they're well because they they did that with other things too yeah they were like we're not gonna disprove it i mean i'm not gonna get into it because (laughs) <laughs> They're like, I'm if not gonna disprove it. it. I'm not like, gonna disprove it. No. But it didn't happen. Don't believe it. Yeah. Go on. So in Syracuse, the shedding of tears from a statue in the house of a married couple back in 1953 was recognized by Catholic Bishop of Sicily in December. Um, at Our Lady of Akita was declared as worthy. Akita, of- like the dog. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Our Lady of Akita. Oh my gosh, they have like. Uh, dogs dressed up like the Virgin Mary statue. <laughs> How cute. I would go to that church. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> it was declared as worthy of, a, of belief by the Holy Office in 1988 and remains the only weeping statue recognized by the Holy Office. Oh, so the church says it's that for it's real. For real, yeah. Um, the site, I guess, there's a site. They have a website. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a website. <laughs> But follow us on Facebook. But this statue does. <laughs> this statue does. <laughs> and it has a list of publicized claims of miracles by this icon. Oh. So you can go there. You can visit this married couple. You can touch their statue. And, yeah. And you're have healed. Happened. Yes. Do you believe that stuff? How do you feel about it personally? Like miracles? 
Like, no, we're talking about these icons, these inanimate inanimate. Well, I think I'm... I don't think I'm special enough to say that it couldn't be a possibility. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like the power of of your mind, like the power of positive thinking, like if you go there and you believe it, yeah, then, then it's, maybe it's you healing yourself. Like my my uh, stepmother used to, she put a rose. I'm not religious, okay, by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, she put a rosary. She was very, she's very religious. Uh-huh. She put a rosary in my on my um, rearview mirror. Yeah, uh, this is an old car. I don't have mm-hmm. it anymore. Because it made her feel good. Because she felt like it was going to protect me from whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And although I didn't... I wouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. I didn't stop her from doing it. Because if she believes it, then that makes her feel better. Yeah. And hey, maybe it's true. And it's not hurting you. Right. Right. And, you know, I mean, I did get in an accident in that car. (laughs) (laughs) But... Maybe it wasn't blessed. It was like a a minor... (laughs) So I got so okay. So I was on my way to work, and I look over to my right, and it's early in the morning, and I'm really tired. Mm-hmm. And there's a kid pushing another kid in a wheelchair, like they're going to school. They got their backpacks on, not pushing him, like he's pushing the wheelchair. Oh, yeah. And they're so cute, and they're just like yeah. walking down the street. And the high school. Did you right get there. distracted? And I and I was like, no joke. This is how it went. I'm looking at them like, how sweet. Bam. Bam. Oh <laughs> no. I, I, it was like I didn't hit him really hard, but I hit the car in front of me. It's a fender bender. Yes, but I hit it at such a way that my door wouldn't open. Oh. And the guy got out of his car and he's telling me to get out of the car and yeah. I couldn't open the door and he's screaming at me, get out of the fucking oh, car. No. And I'm like, I can't, I can't. And then now I'm scared. Now I don't oh, want to get out of the car. Yeah. And I was probably like 19 at the time. <laughs> I was so scared. I was so yeah. scared. Um... And when I told him, you know, I can't get out of the car, and he's yeah. like, "Get out of it!" Like he didn't believe me. Why was and he finally, so mad? Because I, it was a new. Well, car, I mean, I, I understand. Understand. Oh, his ass- car was he? Yeah, but and I mean, he was an asshole. What an asshole, right? Yeah. And so he finally he like pulled the door hard enough to help, and then he realized, "Oh, I'm a jerk." Oh. Okay. <laughs> so he, calm, he, he calmed down. Calm yeah. Down. And then I was like, "Here's my insurance." Yeah. So relax. <laughs> You know what happened to me when since we were talking about fender benders? What? So I was getting off of the freeway and I think I was headed somewhere. You were coming to my house. Yes, I was going to your house. You had that cute little like turquoise, not turquoise. It was no, like, it was like a um, like a dark greenish color. Yeah, it was like color. greenish blue, right? Ford Focus. Yes. It was not a Ford Focus. Uh, Ford, whatever. It was like a grandma car. It was cute. It was, it was a like a Malibu car. or something. I don't know. It was like this. You were on your way to my house. This was but so was, long yeah. ago. Yeah. And I was getting off the freeway and there was a sports car. Like, I don't know. Some kind of Ferrari shit. I don't know. <laughs> some <laughs> kind of Ferrari. I don't know anything about sports cars. And, but it was like this yellow sports car in front of me. And I was looking. So he's getting off and he's, he doesn't stop. He's just getting off slowly. And doesn't stop to look to see if somebody's coming. So I thought he was moving along because <laughs> he had already passed the line. And so I looked to the side to make sure nobody was coming and he had stopped. So I... And when you looked back, you hit him. I hit him. And so we go, you know, we're already out of the freeway. So we moved to the side and, and he gets off his car and then I get off my car and he's like, uh, hello, what, like, what the fuck, right? And I'm like, listen, I'm going to be real honest with you. 
Um, here's my insurance card if you want it. Um, we'll do whatever you want to do. You can take pictures, do whatever you have to do. But I'm not going to give you anything more than what my insurance can do. And I think I only had like, what is that coverage? The minimal? The <laughs> whatever, like the minimal coverage on my car. Okay. Liability, right? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, so you're probably not going to get my whatever, whatever you want to do. And he was like, no, you better give me like $500. You know, that's a ding in my car and nothing happened to your car. And I was like, I'm not rich and you're obviously rich. <laughs> if you weren't rich, why would you be driving this car? Right. And he felt so stupid. And he was with some girl. Yeah. So when I said that to him, he was like, fine. And he took uh, off. And then that was that. <laughs> I remember you showed up to my house and you were like, I did, you were like happy. You're like, I just got in a car accident. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, are you okay? And you're like, yeah, I'm fine. And I'm like, what about your car? I'm fine. I'm, I'm like, fine. I was like, whatever. But <laughs> let's, was, have it, let's have I a dream. Like, do you really want to? I mean, if you're obviously rich. Right. Why would you even want to get into it with me? Right. Broke his book. <laughs> broke life <laughs> anyways where was I okay so here's another one in 1995 a Madonna statue appeared to weep blood in the town of Civit I don't know it's a town in Italy Civit uh, C- Ceviche <laughs> <laughs> it's a town in Italy called Ceviche about 60 witnesses testified to witness the phenomenon the local bishop said that said himself he had seen the statue weep. The blood on the statue was later found to be male. Oh, okay. okay. And the, statue's the statue owner, was of the Virgin Mary. Yes, and the statue's owner, Fabio. Fabio? <laughs> yes. Fabio Gregori refused to take a DNA test. Oh, well then obviously it was his blood, right? <laughs> yes. Next. Fabio. Listen, Fabio. You and your gorgeous hair. You oh, that, did you ever see that video of Fabio on a roller coaster getting hit in the face with a bird? What? He. <laughs> no. You, you guys need to Google this, okay? So Fabio. I, I just remember him from like I can't believe it's not butter. Oh, those were great commercials, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, no, Fabio was on some kind of roller coaster, and they have video of the roller of him being on the roller coaster, and he goes over this like loop or whatever uh-huh. and here comes a bird and hits him right in the face and when it stopped when the roller coaster stopped he was like bleeding like this bird like dive bombed him <laughs> <laughs> he was mesmerized by he was like, Ooh, look at that hair flowing <laughs> in the wind okay so authorities of the catholic church have been very careful about their approach and treatment of the weeping statues I wish they were careful about lots of things. I'm no, sorry. We're ahead. just talking about statues You're right. today. You're right. Just statues. <laughs> generally, they set a very high barrier for their acceptance. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> snobby. I mean, like, what? And everything that I looked up, it never said, like, what they do. Uh huh. To, to make sure to that, that it's legit. Well, obviously, they don't do a lot because. Home, homeboy in ceviche italy was like yes. i witnessed it i witnessed it and then they were like and then they're like no it's the it's mm-hmm. tony's or what was that guy's name so they ordered tests to show like that the blood didn't belong to the statue <laughs> the statue <laughs> it wasn't blood out of cement it wasn't it wasn't cement blood yeah so i don't know what their standards for this is but they can't be serious yeah i don't know i don't know how so, uh, another one was in 2018 at Our Lady of Guadalupe. 
a Catholic church in Hobbs, New Mexico, a Mary statue was reported to be producing tears. In July of the year, the Catholic Diocese of Las Cruces revealed that the test confirmed the tears, in fact, had the chemical composition of rose-scented olive oil. <gasps> rose-scented olive oil? <laughs> yes. That sounds, like, lovely, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just ridiculous. All of these, like, findings are ridiculous. salad dressing out of it. Um, and all of the stuff I found, I forgot to say on Wikipedia. Basically, where I get all my information. <laughs> now, God bless Wikipedia. <laughs> I went into, you know, like other religion or other types. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So on orthochristian.com, it sounds like a dating app. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it sounded like a mattress store. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. We shouldn't be making fun of these religions. Okay. There is a tra- <laughs> back to our serious back to our seriousness. There is a church by the name of Saint George Antiochian Orthodox Church. I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. I'm, I'm sorry. sure you are too. Yeah. <laughs> Located in Chicago, west suburb of Sierra, oh, Illinois. Oh, oh, oh! I'm sorry. I have to say something. Yeah. On last week's episode, we were talking about Chicago. Yeah. And it was about Walt Disney and why. If he's from Chicago, why did he move to yes. LA? Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, like an idiot. Because it's sunny. I said, I said, because it must be cold in Chicago all yeah. the time because it's called the Windy City. Well, I was listening to our podcast with somebody else, and they were like, <laughs> "That's not why it's called the Windy City." <laughs> so I googled it, uh-huh. and apparently, that's not why it's called the Windy City. It has nothing to do with actual wind. It has to do there's like different there's like a plus. You said it's always cold in Chicago, and that's why they call it the Windy City. What does that have to do with? Well, because wind is cold. Not typically. all the time. Well, t- but typically, sometimes it's summer and it's windy. Regardless, <laughs> the the. It's called the Windy City because of some baseball, um, like, rivalry or whatever. Mm. So I apologize, listeners. If, <laughs> you already, if, you, if you already sent us an email correcting me, an angry you can email. bite me. <laughs> <laughs> so, back to this Virgin Mary that I was talking about in uh, Chicago. So, they hold a special service at this church um, every April. To honor the anniversary of the discovery of the weeping icon, the Virgin Mary. Oh, right? so like the the icon has like a following. Yes, and now it's called the Miracu- Miraculous Lady of Cicero, Illinois. Oh. Um, the church began Cicero? Distrib- Cicero. Illinois. Illinois. Got it. The church began distributing cotton swabs dipped in oil <laughs> that had been mixed with the tearing, the tearing that flowed over the icon, right? Because it was like this... Rose scented oil that was dripping from this. So people statue. get cotton balls and soak it up? So the church is soaking up these cotton balls and with the oil it. and selling no! it. No! So more than 100,000 cotton swabs were distributed in two months. No. 100,000 cotton swabs were no. sold. No. And. More than a thousand churches received little bottles of oil mixed with the tears that are used in healing services all over the United Stop States. Stop it. Okay. I, I mean... Uh, uh, I want, like, a real scientist, like, a legit team of scientists or, like, uh, like Mulder and Scully to mm-hmm. go in there and tell me why the hell... How is this leaking out of this face? 
And why olive oil? Why not almond oil? <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. Coconut milk. Coconut milk. <laughs> so, I mean, like you said. It's no, like, I have a real problem with them selling it. I have a it. problem with them selling it. Now, it, in, the, in the report or whatever, the article, it said that all that money had gone into some kind of foundation, something good, right? It better. It had gone into something good. But <laughs> the priest is but still, driving a new boat around. People. You're still, you know. Yeah. And I'm sure it's the not priest right. got it's, some of it or was living off of it. It's not cool. It's not cool. Because if it's if it's something, let's say that if it's a real miracle, it should. Let's be say that free. you let's say that you believe in. God, well, I guess the Catholic, it's a Catholic religion, right? Yeah. Let's say you. Believe no, this was the. Is it Orthodox Christians? Okay, so you believe in Jesus. Okay? Yes. So you believe in Jesus, and you believe that Jesus is gonna make your life better, and He's gonna heal you, and He's He's all loving and all the good things, yes. right? And then you're gonna sell that shit. No, right. because if Jesus if Jesus is making this miracle, then He just wants you to have it. He yeah. doesn't want you to like monetize it and capitalize from it. Like it's not right. That's how I feel about every religion: is that it starts from some something good and great, and then it turns and into then it turns swaps. into that or um what are those uh people that kill themselves <laughs> what a cult it turns oh. into a cult, <laughs> into a cult. <laughs> not all cults kill themselves <laughs> most of them <laughs> i'm just kidding okay so then when i was researching this stuff it says how to make a weeping statue how to make one <laughs> yeah oh my gosh we should have a tutorial oh. on our youtube wouldn't that be... That'll be our first video. Hell no. In a book called The Unexplained. <laughs> what a title. <laughs> By Dr. Carl P.N. Sugar. He mentions um, a paper by Dr. Luigi Garlich. All these names. Just say some dude wrote some a paper dude. about some other yeah. dude. Um, anyways, uh, published of chemistry in Britain or something. Describes how, to make, something. how to make a statue weep. Um, and go to Home Depot. <laughs> from the book is what is needed as a hollow, is a hollow statue made of porous materials such as plaster or ceramic. The icon must be glazed or painted with some sort of impermeable coating. Impermeable? Yeah. Why are you always correcting my, my awesome words? <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, English is my second language. I know that. And you, you know, know what sucks? Spanish is my first language, and I still mess up in Spanish. Too. No, you know what? I, it is. It, I'm sorry. That's what happens when you. I'm sorry. If, it, if you feel like it's rude of me, I will stop doing it. No, no, no. I do no. have to say though that I admire anybody who speaks more than one language. Like, I think it's so rude and disrespectful when. Okay, let me back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. It really, really bothers me when somebody starts speaking to me in broken English and they apologize to me. And I'm like, oh God, please do not apologize to me. You've already, like here you are, already mastered one language at least, Mm -hmm. and now you're trying to accommodate me by trying to speak my language. Please don't (laughs) apologize. Like you're already way ahead of the game. I barely know English. Yeah, don't feel bad. Yeah, do not yes. feel, like so. So please, I I will I will stop doing it if you don't like it. No, no, no. I I do like it because there's a lot of words that I don't. There's a lot of words I don't know. No. And I'm or I just don't. English is my right. only language. Like I know what the word means. I know what it is. I just can't pronounce it right. 
Um, if the statue is filled up with a liquid through a tiny hole in its head, for example, the porous material will absorb it, but the glazing will stop it from flowing out. But if the glazing is like scratched off or um, like, yeah, scratched away or around the eyes, then that's when they have like the tear like drops will leak out. <laughs> And it's like it as, seems so simple, as if it's materializing from air, you know. Like it seems so simple that why wouldn't <laughs> it's so simple? Why wouldn't somebody have figured that out? Like somebody say, "Oh, you guys are taking these tears, you know, collecting these tears with a cotton ball and mm -hmm. selling them for all this money." But it's all here's a way to here's a way to make this look real. But it's well, they do. I mean, they do. Like, this is out there. Like, everybody knows. Or everybody that's looked this up knows it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, people are still like, it doesn't matter what you what kind of logic you're trying to Got it. make out of it. Got it. It's still a miracle, and I believe it. And you know what? Good, good for you. <laughs> and like I said, if it's making you feel better. If it makes you feel good, better, go for it. Especially because these people are in, like, really bad situations, and mm. they're looking for hope. There's, yeah, there's right? that. Hope is something that everybody needs. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, here's something I experienced. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. A miracle? So, no. So I had a salt, like that um, Himalayan salt lamp. Oh, okay. Have you ever seen? Yeah, I think there's one downstairs. Oh, you have one? <laughs> we should go. It's not mine. It's just downstairs. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, well, I had one of those. And I threw it away. <laughs> because there was water always seeping from it. What? Yes. It all, like, I would find, so... Did you collect it with cotton balls and sell it to your neighbors? <laughs> no, I should have. <laughs> it's funny, when I was doing this research, I was like, should I have kept that? <laughs> no. But, so, there was always water seeping off. I'm sure it was water? Even, or a liquid. It was like an oily liquid. Okay. And... It was, it was I, I started of the noticing <laughs> I started noticing this and it wasn't even connected. Like at first I thought, oh maybe something is melting off of it. Oh. Because it's hot, it's on all the mm -hmm. time or whatever. But I hadn't I didn't even plug it in. <laughs> I have a question. It was just sitting Wait, there. It was a Himalayan salt rock, right? It was a lamp. Like did one of those lamps. <laughs> did you ever lick it? No. Okay. Why would you lick it? <laughs> because it's Himalayan sea salt, yeah. right? I just, I've never done that. Oh my god, I'm gonna lick my too. lamp later. <laughs> I just, I just, want... just make sure it's disconnected and it's not connected to another. You get shocked. But anyway, so I would, I would go and move this thing around when I was cleaning or whatever, and I would find puddles of this liquid, and I was like, "What the hell?" And part of me was like, "What is going on with this thing?" Because. When I got it, I got it because they said, oh, when you have these in your room, like, it relaxes you, and there's something with the Himalayan salt and the light that makes you relax or it gives you good vibes. I don't know. Some, I, kind, some kind of hippie. I stuff. took a nap once next to it. Maybe. <laughs> maybe it knocks you out. I don't know. It's true. I don't know. But anyway, so that's why I had it, or that's why I got it. But then I was like, what the hell's going on with this thing? So you threw it away because you thought it was, like, malfunctioning. Well, yeah, because I couldn't figure it out. And the liquid was like weird and sticky, and I just. <laughs> and then it started freaking me out. Like, why is this thing? What's going on yeah. with this thing? So, the answer to that is Himalayan salt lamps are hy hygroscopic. 
meaning they absorb moisture from the air around oh. us. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your scientific explanation. Yeah, so it's a normal occurrence, and it's much more likely to happen in climates with high humidity. So if you create a statue of uh, some religious figure, mm-hmm. um, and, and you, you create it out of this Himalayan sea salt, whatever. Yeah, or a material just like it where it's going to create this from humidity. It absorbs moisture. And yeah. if you are in a church and you're burning oils in the church. Yeah, like it's all very, don't they, it all makes sense. They have that oil lamp. Yeah. Right? And so, like, let's say you're burning rose-scented oil in the church. It could be absorbing that. And And then then some of these statues have, like, they're made out of ceramic. And then some parts of it are made out of a different material. And this is why it's coming out of the eyes sometimes or out of the nose or whatever. Because there's, like, a hole on the nose. So then it's coming out of that. So it's coming out of any part of the statue where... It's made of sea salt. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So, okay. Then I went on to um, a different subject. So, like, other places where you see or where people see, like, religious things. Like, the Cone Nebula in space is sometimes referred to as the Jesus Christ Nebula because of its resemblance to a popular um, depiction of Jesus with his hands in prayer position. How do you know what Jesus image, looked like? Oh, that's just, that's a whole nother thing. Religion okay. And all <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so it's like dinosaurs, right? It, like, how yeah. do they know what color dinosaurs were? They probably didn't, well, because of the bones. How bad. would the, if, if you cut open my body and pulled out my bone right now, would mm-hmm. you know what color my skin was? No. Oh, no. Yeah, not the color of your skin, but... like. So how do they know what color dinosaurs were? Mm-hmm. If all we ever had was bones. For all we know, they were like purple, like Barney. <laughs> 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 so, um, perception of religious imagery is, nat- is a natural phenomenon. Sometimes called simulacra? No idea. Simulacra? What? Are sites of images with spiritual religion themes... Um, to the perceiver. The images perceived, whether iconic or aniconic, may be the faces of religious notables or the manifestation of spiritual symbols in the natural organic media or phenomenon of natural world. Oh, I'm sorry. Now, did I lose you? You lost it. Mm. So, are you saying that if I see a religious icon or image mm-hmm. say for example uh you know scratched into my table it, or a naturally occurring thing like maybe i'm outside and i look at a tree and it looks like jesus is on the tree mm-hmm. like somehow embedded in the wood that's just me tricking myself and perceiving yes it. because all these articles were saying like you grow up with these images that are put into your head right because we like you said we don't know if jesus really looked the way everybody thinks that he looked like right right? or dinosaurs or anything but it's already embedded in your mind and so you see it okay it's kind of like when you see clouds no it's probably not yeah it's like when you see clouds or when you look at the moon and everybody's like it's the rabbit whatever what i've never no no you've never heard that there's like a a hair in the you know like that's a rabbit right yeah yeah 
the image of that inside the moon? Never. No? I'm going to look at the moon. Yeah, you should. No, I've never noticed. I think it's even like in children's books. So, so if I'm, you know, having a picnic with, you know, Fabio laying in the grass and I look up and there's a bunch of clouds. <laughs> I'm all imagining you with Fabio. <laughs> And I see some form in the clouds. It's only because I'm making that happen. Yes, because you're perceiving. You're making that image in your mind. And then you're seeing that. You're seeing what you want to see. I see what I want to see a lot in life. Especially when I look in the mirror. In high school. I don't know if this... I don't know. It went around in your high school. But do you remember when people were going around with this white sheet of paper with this black blob on it and if you stared at it long enough oh you see a boat and then you stared away like to the sky or whatever or to a a, a white wall you would see jesus no not that yes (laughs) and so because you probably have never seen it and i kind of figured you probably had um i went ahead and saved the picture and I do remember pictures that I you would look you to at. I want you stare at it. So you have to stare at it for like 10 seconds. Okay, I'm going to stare at it. Yeah, so you oh. stare at it while I'm talking. So it looks like a, a... It looks like... Have you ever seen the movie Predator? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It looks like this blobby... It looks like one of those tests where they show you they always, an ink blot and yes, then they say, what's the first word that mm-hmm. comes to mind? Yeah. And it's like... Uh, psychologists do that, don't they? Right. When and they're trying to everything goes out. back to like sex, right? <laughs> I, I hope this doesn't. <laughs> okay, so should I look at the wall now? Yes, Go look ahead. at that blank wall. I don't see Jesus. What do you see? I see like lights, like... Maybe I didn't look at it long enough? Yeah, because you're supposed to look at it without blinking. Like, stare at it. And then when you start blinking, then look away. Okay, now look away. To the blank wall. It's a blank wall! Oh. No, I don't see Jesus. You don't? No. What do you see? Nothing, just like lights. You see what you want to see. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, this was a fail. I see Jesus. (laughs) Did you try it and it worked? But I probably see Jesus because... Whenever they handed this paper to me back in the day, they told they me, told you it's you're going to see Jesus. And so uh, I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> maybe because you were younger and I'm, I'm not in high school, obviously. And so, so I'm like, I'm like skeptical, right? I'm like, this, you know is, better. this isn't, this isn't going to work. I'm not going to see Jesus. Right? <laughs> so in all this research, I read this part of this article and I thought this was like a great explanation of this, all of this stuff. Um, or this is how I would feel about it. So, um, Reverend Roger J. Smith, pastor of Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Seattle, Washington, writes, <clears throat> Catholics do not worship paintings or statues. They are just a way of conveying something about God and are not God themselves. It is quite clear to any thinking person that stone or paint cannot be God but can only represent or tell something about some small aspect of God. Saints are venerated in the sense of having profound respect for them. Icons and images are venerated only in the sense that we venerate. Example, show respect for the personal depicted, the person depicted. So the statue of the Virgin Mary isn't the Virgin Mary. It's just... Like, you, sh- you should not venerate... Like, you shouldn't be like, oh, like, this statue... Is Don't like, idolize it. Yes. Because it's only representing what? someone. Right. 
Right. That makes sense. That existed at one point Mm -hmm. or like, you know, a saint or anything like that. So you shouldn't think that this statue has any kind of power. Okay. And he's explaining that saints are just a small aspect of what God is. Mm -hmm. So you, you shouldn't place so much importance on it. Yeah. I feel like that. And I feel like that's that's, that's a good rule yeah. in any aspect of your life, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was like, oh, that just it's so clear and so, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. That's how I feel, as well. Like when I hear people say, oh, you know, I'm Christian. I'm not, you know, Catholic, and we don't believe in saints. And it's like, well, I don't believe in the saint as in like. This was this saint was greater than God. I just feel like it's a rep, they represent what God talks about and what God represents, right? Like they're just followers, like we are. Right. Totally. And there's somebody that you want to look up to, but not to that point of extreme, like where you are um, wiping the oil out of <laughs> the statue. You're bathing yes, in you're rose bathing scented in oil. Scented oil, olive oil, by the way. <laughs> I bet that's good for your skin, though, right? <laughs> They're like, I'm glowing now. <laughs> and I smell like roses. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my reply. Well, thank you. That. That was... So, um, yes, you are crazy because it's not true. As like, at least famous. it hasn't been. Well, one has, but has it really? Like, no, it's not really clear. It just says that they decided it was going to be. But they just said it. it yeah, it, they didn't yeah. explain anything or say, like, these are people saying that the miracles have happened because of that statue, but I think that's just the power of like power of perception is mm-hmm. the power of, if you truly believe it to be, then it's just going to be, even though the person next to you doesn't believe it. So they're not going to see it, but you believe it. So you're going to see yeah, it. Yeah. And it's kind of like when you make yourself sick, what do you mean make yourself How sick? How I feel like some people can make themselves sick. <laughs> <laughs> like you think about this so much and you talk about it so much that you make yourself sick. I get what you're saying. Like if you're constantly in a negative state of mind, mm-hmm. bad things are going to happen to you. So like I totally, totally And you're going to see only the negatives of everything. I totally agree with you. I feel like if you focus on, you know, your car breaks down and you focus mm-hmm. on like that negative and you start to like spiral into this like... Uh, you know, sadness, or maybe not even sadness, just mm-hmm. like, ah, uh, you know, this is a bummer, whatever, right? Yeah. And then if you, and then you start to let that fester, then everything else that's negative is gonna be magnified. Yes. Right? Yes. So if you if you have a sore throat and you focus on that, then all of a sudden your ears hurt, even though maybe they really don't. Did, yeah, but now you're yeah you're over exaggerating right. everything, and now you're pretty much you're creating like a, this. You're invi- you're inviting negative stuff yes. into your space. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing like with positive like if with you, positive if you feel like this is helping me and this is positive i feel like you could potentially not be cured <laughs> i don't know if that's really true <laughs> but maybe you're helping your cure and you're you're helping to feel better yourself yeah right i do i do notice that if i'm if i'm bummed out or i'm sad or whatever if i if i let if i stay too long in that place mm-hmm. in that headspace then it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And if I and then there's other days where well maybe I'm I don't know maybe there's something wrong with me but depression. No. <laughs> and then and then there's there's other times where like nothing's gonna get me down. I'm having such an awesome like 
every I'm like something keeps happening and you keep looking at like, the what positives. Are the kids, yeah, what do the kids say? Like living my best life, yeah, right? Yeah. Like I am living my best life and nothing's gonna bring me down. Like even like just you know, people that bum you out or whatever, I'm just like like Or people that are having a shitty day. Yeah. Like right? I'll and just, you're like, Good morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they feel that happened to me today I actually know, I know. where I was like good morning and this person like, was Rrr. like didn't just looked <laughs> me in the eye and we were like as close as you and I are uh-huh. just looked me in the eye like so I know this person heard me say good morning yeah. and just shined me like to my face just yeah. shined me on and I was just like alright bye yeah. I totally whispered as I walked away like dick (laughs) (laughs) but but you know yeah i i totally agree with you i think that whatever you perceive Mm -hmm. it's probably gonna happen it's not a miracle it's just something that you are wishing for yourself and so that's what you're ready to accept and so you invite it and it's and we could be wrong completely wrong and there could be miracles and we could be the wrong the ones in the wrong but this is what i believe i'm gonna start envisioning myself uh, winning the lottery. <laughs> I'm just like I'm rich. I'm rich. I'm rich. I'm rich, and hopefully, I'm in, I'm welcoming that into my life. I'm inviting that into my life, and hopefully, I'm ready to accept. I'm you, ready. I'm you're here. ready. <laughs> ready. Um, well, good. Thank you. Yeah. That was that was good. Um, I feel like this episode was. Uh, it was a little deep. It was a little serious and a little weird because not weird. No, you know? no, not weird. But for me, it was. <laughs> <laughs> yours, like I said, yours was educational. Mine was like, just weird. <laughs> I just I sometimes you know not every like you were saying earlier. Not everything is not everything is funny, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, but thank you, listeners. Um, and. We, what do we have for, okay, so our next topic, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, well, first, let's remind our listeners mm-hmm. um, that we are, we would welcome and love and appreciate any kind of feedback, but we also would love to hear if you guys Magazine wanna... subscription. <laughs> <laughs> that is psychology today. Um, for my... me, it would be like, um... The L magazine or oh, the Home Improvement magazine. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, we would we would love and appreciate if you all uh, were to send us an email or um, a DM to our Instagram or a message uh, on Facebook or anywhere you can find us. Even on the Anchor app, you can actually leave us a voicemail. A voice message. Yeah, and um, and ask us what you'd like us to. Uh, answer and we would love to um if you leave us a a voice message let us know if you want us to include that uh in the podcast yeah um so how can they find us marta they can go onto our link on our instagram and then you'll be able to find us on podcasts like with apple and google and i guess that's pretty much if you have android or an apple device right Mm -hmm. (laughs) or so our instagram is uh, is that uh, is this a thing or am I crazy? And we also have an email address if you want to just send us an email. It is is this a thing or am I crazy at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be about topics. You could just email us and tell us how your day's going. 
No. Oh, no, you're fine. Okay, we want to get to know our subscribers, uh, too. Okay, you're so cheesewall. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about what's next. Okay, so um, next week, I want you <laughs> to research for me. Okay. Okay, so this is a little weird. But I have this, like, fear. Like everything else we've talked about. <laughs> Everything's weird. Um, so, the, I, oh gosh, this is kind of embarrassing. And not, I think you already know this about me. But not a lot of people know this about me because it sounds stupid. Um, and so I don't like to tell people. But I have, it's not a fear. It's more of, like, a disgust um, of food with bones in it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You do know this about me, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So like um like I can't have <laughs> so like if if we have chicken or whatever, somebody, not me, has to take it off the bone for me. Yeah, and I do think that's really weird. <laughs> so so You're the only person that I know that has that. Well, it's funny because I know my brother he, I didn't know this about him. Did you guys grow up met, together? Yeah. <laughs> but he mentioned... So maybe that's why you guys are He both. mentioned that it bothered him too, but he... So is this something as, that happened to you guys growing no. up? No. <laughs> you guys saw a chicken be killed alive? Oh my gosh. Um, ask me that question in our podcast and I'll let you know. Um, but so if... So it's not just bones though. Like, and I'll even ask, like, I don't really know a lot about steak because I'm not rich. But if... If I go out to dinner and I want to order a steak, I always ask, is there a bone in it? Because if they say yes, I don't don't bring it to me. I'm not going to. So it's not, you're just referencing chicken bones, but, but it's any, any bone, any not just bones, meal though. that you're having. Yeah. I can, and I don't even want to be around it. Like my nightmare is to be surrounded by bones. Like it just grosses me out, but not just bones, like exoskeleton too. So like lobster, like lobster tail, mm-hmm. you've got to take it out of the shell for me. I can't do it. Like, Why? It, well, it's just, it really, really grosses me out. Like, it makes me... So, does it gross you out or does it freak you out, it like, freaks scary? Me, it's, it bothers me a lot. I don't know that I'm scared of it. Like, if you... I'm not going to cry if you put a bone in front of me, but it really bothers me, like, bad. Well, I remember once we went to this chicken uh, wing place. Okay. Um, I don't know if you remember, we were in our pajamas. We had gone to your house for a sleepover, a bunch of girls, and we ended up at this chicken wing place. And it was one of the first times that I heard you say, like, oh, if it has, like, no, without bones. And I was like, what? Like, calm down, girl. What do you mean without bones? And I thought it was because you were a picky eater. No. No. I mean, look at me. I'm not a picky eater. (laughs) No, but you know what I mean? Like, you were just like, I don't want to bother with bones. No. Oh, you thought I was, like, being dramatic. Like, I was being extra. I'm like, oh. But it wasn't that. It was that they freak you out. It really bothers me. Like, really bothers me. And I thought that was really... Funny and weird that you that you were like that serious. Did you roll your eyes at me? Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, why? Why is she so like? She's serious. Yeah. Oh, I'm dead serious. Mm -hmm. Like dead serious. Like my family members, Justin, everybody knows. Like you gotta debone it, and like Justin's really Justin's really (laughs) sweet about it because he loves like ribs and stuff like that. He will. He won't take you. No, he'll eat it and then he'll just cover it with his napkin, like cover the bone or whatever. <laughs> you're, I know. you're shame. You're making him shame. No. His ribs. <laughs> I'm gonna catch him in the car one night. Like, <laughs> he's like in the yeah. He's in the driveway eating his ribs. <laughs> Poor guy. No. You're like, pa- I imagine him like you coming out with a flashlight. And, what are you doing? He's like this with the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he comes 
the house all covered in barbecue sauce. What are you doing out there? Nothing. And you come inside all dramatic. How could you? How could you? No. So like, it's but like any kind of. Basically, I can't have. Okay, you know when you go to like a Mexican restaurant and they bring you the whole fish, mm-hmm. and the eyes still in there, and what is it called? Um, in Spanish, it's uh like they bring you a big fish and it's already it's still intact. In Spanish, mojarra. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, my dad. He likes to go to this restaurant that, where they have that because he likes eating it. Uh-huh. And he's so funny because he's just like this tough guy. And he always asks, can you please cut the head off oh. and not bring it? Because I don't like the fish staring at me while I'm eating Yes. Him. Oh, my God. <laughs> I get it. I told me and your dad. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. So, like, so if it's, if it has, if it resembles even remotely what it resembled while it was alive, mm-hmm. I, I can't. Like if I if I'm eating something and there's accidentally like somebody forgot a bone or whatever and I so you would never be able to eat one of those pigs that are oh stop with an apple in their stop. mouth <laughs> oh yeah my I have friends who every year I want to say it's like Memorial Day or Labor Day or something like that they used to do this pig roast where yeah. they would put the pig in the ground and they'd like heat yeah, it and all yeah. that whatever like a full on pig. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh my god, I can't. I, it makes my, Oh, okay. It so. doesn't make me cry, it makes my eyes water. Like, I feel so uncomfortable with it. Mm. Yeah, if it looks... I don't I don't want it to remind me that it was once alive. So, oh. like, if I bite into something and there's accidentally, like, a bone left behind or whatever, I'm, yeah. done, I'm done eating. I can't. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. So, I okay. want to know, is that... Is, is this a thing or... Is this a thing or you're insane? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Um, what do you want me to research? Okay, so mine, and this, and you might not even find anything on this. <laughs> if that's if I don't find anything on it, it's yeah. gonna be a a short episode and b a very you're, short episode. You're obviously about crazy. me just talking because yeah. it's gonna be me finding all your research and you finding nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was in high school, and this was, and this was okay. When I was in high school, there was these girls, and they were. Spanish speaking. Okay. Okay. And they were talking, but I knew Spanish. Like I've known both languages, right? right. English and Spanish, um, my whole life. So, anyways, um, they were talking in Spanish backwards. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's kind of like talking in code, but what they were doing is that they were just talking backwards. Oh, like they made up a language. Yes. It was like a secret code language? Yes. <gasps> oh. And at first I was like, what the hell? Like, what are they? I thought maybe it was like a language. I didn't know. Like, yeah. like I don't know. Like some kind Portuguese? of... Portuguese? No. Like, <laughs> I mean, from Mexico. But I mean, like, I didn't know if they were like indigenous. Like it sounded like Spanish. Right. But yeah. it, you didn't <clears throat> understand it. Yes. And they explained to me that it was just them talking backwards. Were they, so ta- that were they speaking quickly? No. Yes, and they were talking like fast. they were fluent. Yeah, like like you and me are talking right now. That's how they would be talking. Wow. And I was like, how do you even do that? Can you imagine the brain power that must take? Yes. Wow. And I thought, unless like you, you practice it like any language that you would learn. Yeah, but what kind of practice would that take to speak any backwards. language backwards? Wow. I mean, that's crazy. So I want to know: is that a thing? Like. Is that a thing where people learn how to talk that way? <laughs> or or were they just pulling my leg? <laughs> <laughs> they were just like... Blah, 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 blah. No, they were like serious. They were 
secretly were, making fun of you. Yeah, they're, they're like, this stupid broad thinks we're talking backwards. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I say this word, it's because I'm talking about this broad. No, but, yeah, so, like, I thought that was not only crazy but it was so awesome like yeah. i thought they were awesome i was like how could did you, you ask that? them wow. to teach you no no oh, okay. i was too embarrassed because i was like i don't even because i thought that like like they're, just they're making, probably just they're bullshit. making fun yeah. yeah oh oh that would make me sad i hope i find something out because it would make me sad that they were making fun of you no no well no because they weren't even talking to me i just heard them and then i was nosy and was like what what language are you guys talking and then they were like oh we're doing this and i was like oh okay cool and then i moved on with my life but (laughs) (laughs) and then i I went to third period english so it was yeah (laughs) um but yeah so so i don't know if i really think though that they were serious because i then i heard it from other girls like no it's really a thing like and oh. it's popular in Mexico to do that. Oh, okay. Well, that gives me some place to so, start. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to need some cash because I'm doing some research in Mexico. <laughs> You're going to be traveling. <laughs> yes, I'm going to be traveling. Specifically, <laughs> specifically Cancun. <laughs> I'm going to come back very tan. Very tan yes. with nothing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there was nothing. Inconclusive. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't find any evidence. <laughs> well, good. I'm excited to research. Yeah. Uh, backwards speakers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. I feel like this was this was, was a great. Episode. It was good talking to you, Marita. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening, and don't forget to hit subscribe and follow us. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time. Bye.